Want to update your LinkedIn profile to drive more leads and opportunities? Then you'll want to stay tuned to watch this latest Fanny Dedigan Show episode. I'll see you soon. Welcome everyone. My name is Fanny Dunnigan and every two weeks I come to you with my live show to talk about creator tips, tools, and tales. And I interview various content creators across different industries and showcase their tips and advice to you, my audience. So welcome, welcome. Let's see who is tuning in. Thank you for joining us. Ah, we have here Brenda. Welcome, Brenda, from Leanne's channel. Welcome, welcome. And Dolores, you love the music. I know, we almost need to like have like a little dance party right before. <laughs> I love it. Yes, I know. I love that song too. And uh, Dolores is from Garland, Texas. I know. This, there's a lot of, there's a big DFW crew here. Um, so welcome. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we're excited to have you guys join us for the show as well as the guests that we're going to have today. So welcome, everyone. Tamara, welcome. So I want to please make sure that you um, let everyone know where you're tuning in from and introduce yourself. Use this opportunity to network with other people in the comments and spread your network, meet other people, let people know what you do. And I challenge you to network and connect with at least three new people in the comments of this feed and uh, expand your network and connections. And uh, if also tag a connection to join, let them know. We're going to talk all about LinkedIn profiles today. So if you're joining us from LinkedIn, we can always use more insights and tips. And uh, that's going to be a topic we're going to be covering today. So welcome, everyone. Welcome, Julianne. Welcome, Tamara. Welcome. And I want to bring on 
a wonderful, amazing human being here. Uh, she is our community manager of the show, Jihan. Welcome, Jihan. How are you? <laughs> hey, Fanny. Hi, everyone. Happy Thursday. Always fabulous to be here. I'm Jihan Haridi Ardenowski. You will forget. Just call me G. And yeah, today's going to be a terrific show. So thanks, everyone, for joining. And uh, yeah. Happy to be yeah. here. And for those of you that don't know G, she is an amazing HR professional as well as with tons of marketing and branding advice. So those of you that might be in the HR industry looking to build your brand, be sure to connect with G. And uh, even just if you want some positivity in your life, she will be the one to spread that to you. So be Get sure to me, connect Annie. with G. <laughs> And uh, you'll see her in the comments of the show. She's going to make sure I don't miss any questions or comments that need to be highlighted. And uh, she will help make sure that you all are taken care of. So thank you, G. We'll see you in the comments. Okay. And uh, so another thing that I've been doing with the show is to give you show notes. So I've created a template in Canva for you. You can find the link here. And G is going to put the link as well in the comments. And what I've done is I got this great idea from Canva because I attended this great Canva summit where they had all these tips. And what they did and what I'm copying is to give you an opportunity to take notes as you're watching the show. And so when you click on that link that G has put in the comments, you're going to get access to this file. And it's going to be the notes from this show with our guest Leanne. And in it, uh, you're going to be able to take down the notes for the 10 types of LinkedIn content. That's going to be my content tip of the week that I'm going to be sharing in the next minute. So you can jot that down, pull up that link, and type in your answers right then and there. And then while you watch the show, you can also take some notes as to what you learn from Leanne, our guest, and then what you can do to apply to your own LinkedIn profile. So click on that link and you'll get access to all those show notes and places for you to take your notes. And then I'll also share with you the guests that I'm going to have in two weeks. So be sure to click on that link that Jihan has put in the comments and you'll be able to access my show notes. And welcome to everyone that's joining, Jason Hopper, Yolanda, welcome, welcome. So glad to have you guys here on the show. And so let's move to our segment of the content tip of the week. Here we go. Okay, so today's content tip of the week is all about the 10 types of LinkedIn content. Over the past few years, LinkedIn has just chronologically added more and more and more types of content that's available to you all as creators. And it's amazing how many they have nowadays. And I thought I summarized them all for you. So whether you are a person that likes to write or be on video, or audio, or photos, or infogra infographics, or images, whatever is your strength, there is a type of content for you on LinkedIn to be posting. So here we go. Let me share with you the 10 types of LinkedIn content. And uh, so first of all, if I can... There we go. First of all, obviously, I think a lot of people, this is very underestimated because they under, underestimate, under, uh, underestimate the power of comments, okay? You can create all kinds of connections just by commenting on people's posts and engaging with others in the comments. So make sure that you leverage that type of content. Even if you do nothing at all in terms of creating content, 
connect and comment with other people's posts. And that's also a great way to build your network. Second type is to share articles. Um, what you can do here is a lot of people, if you like something from someone else's post or from a you know, Wall Street Journal or whatever kind of um, you know, news that you read, right? you can share those articles. And uh, that's definitely the second type. Though those ones don't get as much engagement because the LinkedIn algorithm doesn't, you know, doesn't encourage that or doesn't really promote that as much. But that's definitely another type of content if you're looking for a quick share. Thirdly, text-only posts. These are the posts where you just write something. If you're more comfortable with text and uh, words, just write a text-only post. Those ones also get quite a bit of engagement. Fourth, image posts. Share your photos, share your graphics, share your images. Photos have been getting all kinds of great viewership and engagement on LinkedIn. So share photos of you attending networking events or uh, meeting someone, a connection of yours on LinkedIn, or you're featuring somebody on your show or, you know, um, whatever event that you might be attending. So be sure to use image posts. Those have gotten so much great engagement and viewership on LinkedIn. Fifth, PDF carousels. If you have a few like five tips to doing something or 10 ways to optimize something, do a PDF carousel. Then you have one tip per slide and those have gotten tons of viewers and uh, engagement as well. LinkedIn articles. If you love to write long form, you can create LinkedIn articles, write a, you know, long form article about one of your subjects um, that you're an expert in, right? Project management, uh, HR, marketing, whatever your subject matter is that you're an expert in, write a LinkedIn article. And then if you want to do that consistently, you can elevate your info to a weekly or bi-weekly newsletter. Uh, LinkedIn will allow you to create a series of articles that all form part of a newsletter. So if you like to write, and this is something that I launched recently as well, uh, you can create a newsletter that gets followers. And every time you publish, all your subscribers will be notified of your newsletter. Number eight, one of my favorites, also kind of scary, but worthwhile is video. When people see you through video and you do it consistently, they feel like they know you. So it's very worthwhile to get on video. Number nine, what are we doing here? A live stream, right? Um, we're live streaming here. This is an option that's available now to everyone on LinkedIn, as long as your profile is in creator mode. So be sure to try that out. Uh, it's a great way to really meet your audience and engage with them in real time. It's such a thrill. Uh, you can stumble along the way just like I do sometimes, but you're still going to get great engagement and it's a wonderful way to meet people that are your audience and build a community. Okay. Number 10, this is in beta testing right now, audio events. This is a great way to um, interact with people if you're not as comfortable on video. It's very much like, um, uh, oh my gosh, I'm, what's the, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Um, it's very much like the, uh, the show, what's the one that's, uh, Clubhouse, there we go. <laughs> It's very much like Clubhouse, and uh, now that's available on LinkedIn. It's in beta testing right now, but uh, I think eventually everyone will get access to that. So be sure to check that out. And uh, those are the 10 types of LinkedIn content that you can be doing. It's amazing, isn't it, that there's so much available now? And uh, so try that out. Whatever you're more comfortable with, jump on that and start there. And if you're comfortable with one, then try another type of content, right? Switch it up, give your audience a whole variety of content. And that way you're going to draw more viewers and more people to your community. Okay. And that's my content tip of the week. 
Okay, now to the star of the show and my guest. I would like all of you to join me in welcoming Leanne Calderwood to the show. Welcome, Leanne. How are you? Hello, everyone. I'm great. How are you, Fanny? Wonderful. My brain went blank. I was like, I know you're a great clubhouse person. Clubhouse, clubhouse. <laughs> no, but I, but LinkedIn audio, I think is going to take over. Um, I shouldn't say take over clubhouse. The ones that are on LinkedIn, I think are going to stay on LinkedIn and, and play with the audio. So anyways, we can go down that rabbit hole yes. another day, but yes. audio yeah. is the way to the future, my friends. It really is. Yeah. Speaking of that. Yeah. Like, oh man. Oh, actually, while we're on this subject, like just the other day I was, I posted about like fear of video, right? Cause mm -hmm. you, you stumble. We're all mm -hmm. still like, we all still stumble, right? Mm -hmm. Do you still mm -hmm. remember your first kind of like video experience? <laughs> well, it's on YouTube. So it's hard. <laughs> like, unless I delete that video, yeah, it's there for life, but I keep it there because I feel I've gotten better through the years um, and I still have a long way to go. I'm no fanny, right? Like I still have a long ways to go, no. which is what I love about watching you, Fanny, is because oh. I need to try and catch up to you and no. then you're going to keep going. And so it's just going to be this constant race to try and try and catch Fanny because I love, no. love your no. stuff. Well, we're all here to grow together. So let me read this bio to everyone in the audience about the amazing Leanne Calderwood. She believes in developing a personal brand, which is the key to setting yourself apart in the hospitality industry. Mm -hmm. Serving as a conference direct site selection associate for the past 14 years, Leanne has used the industry's hiatus in 2020 to help other sales professionals to find their voice and create a brand that attracts business and opportunities. Mm -hmm. And through this work, her true passion was ignited. And now Leanne serves hospitality professionals and small teams through her blog, videos, online courses, and consulting services around LinkedIn and personal branding. And when she's not talking shop, and when she's not <laughs> geeking out over LinkedIn with me, yeah. <laughs> you can find Leanne drinking tea, making jam, and gardening at her home in Kelowna, BC, yay, Canada, with her husband, two teenage sons, and her dog, Farles Barkley. Did I pronounce Farles that right? Barkley, yes. Farles is out for a walk right now because sometimes when I come onto video, he starts to bark because he thinks I'm talking to him. So uh -huh. he, my husband kindly took him out of the house and hopefully he doesn't get back anytime soon. <laughs> it's all good. I have a dog as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. but uh, actually, so tell us real briefly, what mm -hmm. was a lesson that you learned from doing your first LinkedIn video or your first video for that matter? Um, well, you know, it's funny because uh, Jahan dropped it in the comments. You have a hashtag, Fanny, called Do It Scared. And that is exactly how I felt um, through doing my first video is it's scary. Um, even if you're doing video that you have the ability to edit, you will film like an hour of video to edit it down to five minutes because it's scary. And and you you judge yourself. Um, so I think my biggest lesson is I just got to stop with the self-judgment and just yeah. do it scared, get it out there. Uh, cause no one else that matters is really judging you. So, um, I think that's my biggest lesson around video. This is my year of tackling TikTok. So yes, uh, yes. you first, I'm going to try yes. and get TikTok going in my world, but I'm scared. Um, but I'm going to do it scared. It's well worth it. Actually, uh, three episodes back, I interviewed uh, Austin Armstrong. So, okay. and uh, I'll have to connect you to, he is a TikTok SEO marketing professional. Oh, he has okay. all right. kinds of amazing advice. So for those of you that, like Leanne, are looking to grow yourselves on TikTok, Austin Armstrong is the guy to connect to. Uh, okay. But uh, Leanne, you have tons of fans 
in the audience here. Yolanda <laughs> is welcoming you. Couple, yes. And uh, Dolores is welcoming you. Excited to hear today's discussion. For sure. For sure. Yes. Um, so tell us a little bit about your, your journey, like of content creation and becoming a LinkedIn educator these days. Yeah, well, it's um, so I've been in my industry in the meetings and events space for um, 20 years now. And it was actually 15 years ago, I just celebrated the other day, 15 years ago, when I um, changed my career within the industry, and moved into something that required a bit of a sales role. Um, and through that, I discovered that I'm not a very good salesperson, at least in the traditional way of doing things like picking up the phone and crafting email campaigns. So I wanted to try to create, grow my business um, a bit differently. And that's where I started diving into inbound marketing, which includes all those content marketing principles. So started to create videos, started to um, work on my LinkedIn presence a bit more. Um, so that's that journey probably started 12 years ago, but really became intentional about content creation um, only about six years ago. And that's what kind of where my blog, my first blog launched, um, where my YouTube started to get up and running. Um, and so now I've had six years of practice. And that's what brings me to um, March 13th, 2020, um, which is a date in all of our calendars, kind of when our industry got super hit here in Canada. Um, that's when the government shut down everything for COVID. Uh, and so all of us had to clean up the mess that was left with shutting down the country's meetings and events. But for me, it shut down my business as well, because my business was meetings and events taking place. That's where I made money, is if meetings were held, I created revenue. If meetings don't get held, um, you know, that revenue stream dries up a little bit. So when that happened, I knew this was my opportunity to pick that file up off the corner of my desk and go, okay, Leah, now it's time to go all in on what you love the most about your job. And that was the content creation piece and the building the brand piece and the getting active on LinkedIn piece. Um, so that's what I've been doing for two years is just doing more and more and more of that right. in order to train others to become um, content creators and, and branders and um, LinkedIn heroes. Yeah, no, I love that. And especially this, like, I mean, we've all had to kind of like almost rebrand ourselves when the mm -hmm. pandemic hit, right? And and especially hospitality, right? Like what mm -hmm. what have you seen in the the hospitality industry these days? Like from well, from 2020 and then it's tried to come back in 2021 and then we had Omicron and yeah. and now in 2022, what is kind of like that that journey in the state of the hospitality industry that you've noticed? Yeah, well, and if if you haven't been watching in the news, we're still slowly climbing back. Um, but what what 2020 and 2021 really did is it changed the way that we related to one another because those in-person interactions were now gone, not only for the people we plan meetings for, but us as meeting planners ourselves, so hospitality industry professionals ourselves. The way we interact and drive sales had to change. So we could no longer rely on those networking receptions. Um, and to be honest, we could no longer rely on picking up phone because we were all now getting zoomed in to, to a brand new culture of this virtual world. So the way we related to people and the way we sold to people completely changed. And that's where personal branding, I think, has a huge opportunity is when you're no longer able to physically see, touch, and taste the product before you purchase, which we couldn't do, now it comes down to relationships. And the best way for us to build those relationships and build that know, like, and trust factor is to share a little bit about ourselves. And that's, of course, through our personal brand. Um, so that's been the biggest switch. But the other thing that's happened is because our industry took that massive pause and like me, there was literally thousands of people who lost their livelihoods. They had to find 
employment elsewhere. So we're seeing a mass exodus of our talent leave the industry and a mass exodus of or a mass um, influx of new talent into the industry. So I see this time as this opportunity to, to reimagine how we relate to one another, how we do sales, how we even run our meetings and events. Um, it's scary. It's a lot of work. There's a ton of training that needs to be done, but this is the time. And I think for any industry that went through change in 2021, I think the the regret that we may have, and I hope this doesn't happen in our industry, is that we just fall back on old patterns because it's easy to do. Um, so it's a lot of hard work ahead of us, but this is the time to implement the hard work when we're kind of in this industry pause. Does that make For sense? Sure. Yeah. I mean, like we're we're all staring at this, right? Like all day. I mean, we, we have to build our digital brand because that yes. that face-to-face, -face, it, it'll come back but we're all still quite glued to this also. Um, but when it does come back, because mm -hmm. we've been intentional about building our brand and we've been intentional about maybe even being on LinkedIn and creating those connections, when it does come back and we're meeting in person for the very first time, it's like meeting an old friend. And it's not going to be that cold... Um, icebreaker interaction when you see that person. I mean, Fanny and G, case in point, I've never met you in person. But I'm pretty sure when we do meet in person, we're yeah. not going to be talking about the weather. We are going to be <laughs> able to just pick up where we, can we dive right in. Yeah. After this conversation today. And that's what I love about branding is it it, yeah. it nurtures relationships in a way that no other real platform can. And especially video, like, like mm -hmm. my favorite quote um, was that, you know, when you create consistent video, people feel like they know you before they mm -hmm. even meet you. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I feel like I have a, a feel for you, right? I've been on your yep. show, you're now on my show. And, and it's, I just love your energy. I love your content. And uh, yeah, we could totally go out and have a drink together and coffee or tea or whatever. And like, it would be like old friends. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's what branding has done, I think, for both of us, Fanny. For sure. So let's get straight into it. Let's look okay. at LinkedIn, right? Because <gasps> one of your specialties is to help people build their LinkedIn profile. Mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. and you have a course, actually, right? I love the name of your course. Oh, Profile to Profit. Right? Yes. Yes. How many of you in the comments below, first of all, let us know if you're in the hospitality industry by typing yes. in hashtag hospitality. Mm. Um, and if you're not in hospitality, type in your industry, whatever that is, that hashtag. Let us know what industry you're in in the comments. And also let us know on a scale of one to five, with one being non-existent. <laughs> LinkedIn profile <laughs> to five superstar LinkedIn profile, how would you rate yourself? I'm very curious. Let us know in the comments, first of all, what industry you're in. And then second, on a scale of one to five, five being superstar LinkedIn profile, let us know how you would rate your LinkedIn profile. And while you guys are doing that in awesome. the comments, I am going to share Leanne's uh, LinkedIn profile here so that we can kind of walk through. Yeah, I see we've got some marketing, some branding, uh -huh. um, we've got a career coach. We've got Vicki, who is a student in uh, Profile to Profit. She's just getting started in, in oh, the course. So I'm awesome. super excited to... Um, work with Vicky um, on her profile, not just her profile, but the entire thing, Vic. Like we we're we're playing the long game here, my friends. So it's gonna be it is. It is. That's one thing, um, right? Is to have patience. To have patience. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, well let's see. 
We get everything from zero to four. Okay, got it. <laughs> Jason, you're not zero. If you found this LinkedIn live, you are not a zero. So yeah. sorry, my friend, you cannot self-depreciate anymore. You are well above zero if you are able to tap into a LinkedIn live. So you know more okay. than you think. So let's start with yours because yours is fabulous. Um, so what do you think are the key areas that people need to kind of elevate their brand on LinkedIn? Yeah, well, the, the thing with LinkedIn is regardless of what you do, and I'm going to use your friend Jason here as an example. So mm -hmm. Jason, I've already LinkedIn stalked you because you were jumping <laughs> in the comments. Whatever it is we do on LinkedIn, it all comes back to our profile. So, you know, our content, obviously, we need to have compelling content and we need to engage in comments, et cetera, so on. When you do those activities, people automatically go to your profile. So that's really what people see first. Yeah, they see your comment first, but they really dive into your profile um, first and foremost. So when they land on the profile, and as you can maybe see on the screen share here, there's really three things that stand out for me. And that's the, the, um, the profile picture for one, make sure you yeah. have a profile picture, but beyond the profile picture, it's the banner that catches people's attention right. as well as the headline followed very closely by the about section. But we can talk a little bit more about that. The, the banner. So let's repeat that for everyone. So yes. number one, photo, number yeah, two, photo banner, banner right up here. Yeah. And number three, headline. Headline. So yeah. break that down for us, those three. <laughs> and, you know, very quickly with the, the profile photo, most people have uploaded a profile photo where I they get- Hospitality is all about <laughs> gaining experiences. <laughs> and you story. have a cool video. Yeah. <laughs> I okay, need to we'll talk about it. a photo first and then you tell yeah. people about the cover story. Yes. Yeah. Well, for starters with your profile photo, it's great that you have a profile photo, but make sure it's visible in your settings. So if you're unsure, um, get a friend to help you or a second degree connection to help you to see if your profile photo is even visible. Jump into your settings and make sure it's visible. But you're right. The fun thing about the profile photo is now LinkedIn has the feature to create a cover story. Um, and that's a 30 second commercial that um, sits behind your profile photo. Um, people have kind of called it like hospitality is all about creating experiences that. and so that experience cool. should start with you. If you are a meetings, events, or hospitality you put professional captions looking too. to become a thought leader in that's your space really, or yeah. level that's up your really, LinkedIn really game, good. And I, I, that day. I help individuals. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. But I think the covers, I mean, obviously the cover story is an incredible opportunity to showcase video and showcase your brand. Um, but I don't know if it's the first thing that people are going to click on because um, people are still learning that it even exists. Um, yeah. So they might see it kind of hover there and like it kind of flickers, but they don't know that if they click on it, that it's going to pop up a full video of sorts. Um, right. So that's where the banner, I think, gets a little bit more attention right now versus mm -hmm. the cover story. Um, and yeah, the, the banner is your billboard uh, and it's free, right? Like billboards, I don't they cost an arm and a leg of the ones yes. on the highway, but this one is absolutely free. So take advantage of that space that if you don't put anything up there is just this gray block. <laughs> like. It's actually very blah. It can be very blah. Yes. It's very blah. There's no personality. Um, and this is a great place to show your personality, show your personal brand, show your unique selling proposition, whether it's your brand's selling proposition or your organization's selling proposition. So anyway, I love, I love um, uh, what I just call it banners. I love banners. I think it's underutilized. Uh, and I, yeah. I feel that there's so much opportunity to make more of that space. And you made like, I mean, I really want to point out to folks like how wonderful this is and what, what Leanne has done, right? Because in a way, oh. you can switch this up, right? Depending on 
whatever your latest classes are, it doesn't have to be always the same, right? It can be whatever new thing that you're maybe promoting or new value that you're offering or new service you're offering. Yeah. I love the like register, the link is right there. And then it immediately shows people the value that they're going to get. Three ways to level up your LinkedIn game fast. Oh, right? Tell us about your, your thinking, your thought process behind those those things that you put up there. Yes. Well, this is a, a masterclass. So this particular banner is showcasing a masterclass that I'm in the middle of presenting to the community. Um, so, I mean, there's a few elements on the banner that I wanted to capture. Number one, um, pictures of people always do well. Um, so this has yet another picture of me. And, and I think that's, yeah. you know, I, I read it this morning. It was another post. Goodness, was it your post, Fanny? Someone was talking about the difference between branding and vanity. And, mm, and mm-hmm. right. Okay. But I'd be but curious. Was, yeah. What is the difference? Yeah. Well, because I think that's one of the reasons people shy away from personal branding is because a lot of our brand is that physical presence. It's video, it's pictures, it's audio. Um, and so they're, they're hesitant because they don't want to come across as, as being vain. It's all about me, 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 but your brand is more about the other person and what it is that you can do to serve them. So even though in this particular example, the branding is me, cause that's my brand. It really is to level up your LinkedIn game. So it's yeah. about your LinkedIn journey. It isn't about, you know, the three things that Leanne did to level up her LinkedIn game. It's about your LinkedIn game. And then of course the banner is a great opportunity to have that CTA or call to action. Mm-hmm. Um, cause when people come back to your profile, and they, you know, read all these wonderful things about you. Sometimes then they get tripped up and like, how do I take the next step with this person? I love what they're talking about, or I love what property they work at, or they've got me sold on the magazine they work for, but how do I now become involved? So the banner is a great place to get them involved because um, you're creating this banner typically in Canva, which by the way, shout out on your show notes. I'm totally stealing that idea. Please. Yeah, um, I stole it from Canva. <laughs> fantastic. Um, but with Canva, you know, you can put whatever you want on your banner. And then, of course, that CTA. Um, I think the CTA, in my opinion, is even more important than the, than the uh, additional picture of yourself up on the banner. For sure. And then let's talk about the third thing. You're saying the uh-huh. headline, right? headline. Um, Yeah. And again, something that can get swapped out and in and out and in. And for you hospitality um, pros on the line, um, the headline is a great place for us to tell people where we're going. Um, So for example, the Canadian meetings and events industry has a show in person coming up in April called Tet a Tat. And we should all be plunking in our headlines that we're heading to tete-a-tete. So again, people come back to our headline and now they even catch a glimpse of where they can find us in person. Um, But the headline is a great place for us to talk about how we serve our community at large. Um, So of course, I've tried to do that with mine. I know G and I know Fanny, you guys do that very well in your headlines. Um, it really is the opportunity for our audience to put themselves in our story. Um, mm-hmm. So once again, it doesn't need to be our job title, which yeah. for most of us, our job titles don't convey what it is we actually do. Um, you know, if you're a sales manager, that does not tell me anything about what you do. You sell, but I have no idea Um Uh, what you sell, right? So if you have an opportunity to invite your client and customer into the story through your headline, now you've created more of a connection and they're encouraged to read on through your profile. Does that make sense, Sammy? Absolutely. And we got a question in the audience asking, what is the event that Leanne was talking about Mm -hmm. in April? Yeah, well, so it's an that. industry event. I'm not sure who asked that question. It's a meetings and events industry event because that's what meetings and event people do really well is we meet and have events. <laughs> so this is a trade show in April called Tet a Tet or Head to Head. 
um, where hotels and destinations across Canada are gathering in Ottawa and inviting uh, meeting and event professionals who purchase hotel and destination services. So that's what Tete a Tete is in awesome. April in Ottawa. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. But someone so in our industry, if our audience, if we feel our audience knows what Tete a Tete is, that's a great yeah. place to plunk it in. So, and that's yeah. what's even better. Like, I think, I, again, another great line is the riches are in the niches, right? You don't yeah. just do LinkedIn branding broadly. You focus very strongly in the hospitality industry because that's mm -hmm. your background and your career. And it makes for such a nice niche to be in, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want to be jack of all traits. You're in your niche. You're specializing in that. And then you attract probably even more hospitality people to follow you, whatever your industries are out there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's the power of the niche is for people to find themselves in the story. Um, I, you know, branding professionals are literally a dime a dozen. LinkedIn coaches, even more than that. Um, so how do you choose which coach to go with? Or how do you choose which branding professional you can align with? When you niche down into an audience, now it becomes clear some of the, your options of people that you can align with. Um, and I'm just one of sure. thousands and thousands of examples of people who have done that and done really well in their niche. And Fanny, you're one of those individuals as well. And it doesn't mean we're pigeonholed in our niche, yeah. right? Yeah. Like I have opportunities. You still have people reach out to you from other industries, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like I did a, a presentation for real estate agents last month. Well, I wasn't going to say no to that. In fact, real yeah. estate and, and hospitality are quite similar um, the way yeah. that we sell. So the niche exists so that people can find themselves in your story, but you're never pigeonholed by that niche. Such wise words. Yes. And see, like <laughs> Orlando's taking action already. He's going to follow your advice and changing his headline tonight. Okay. Uh, for those, yeah. actually, real quick shout out to Orlando Haynes. For those of you, he has an amazing podcast and show. I was on it the other week called Career Talks. Uh, so for those of you that are in recruiting, HR, be sure to follow Orlando Haynes. Okay. Um, so yeah, let's, yes, connect with him for sure. For yeah. sure. Okay. So let's get into some other topics here. Yeah. Um, so to summarize, the three areas are number one, photo, number two, headline, and number three, LinkedIn banner. Banners, yes. banners so especially that banner mm -hmm. for sure yeah. for sure yeah. awesome and let us know if you have any com uh, questions for Leanne about mm -hmm. anything on the LinkedIn profile I mean that's just a snippet of I'm, I'm sure like a lot of other stuff you offer on your master class right yeah, well, the masterclass is really just a high level of those three strategies that move the needle um, or that can help move the needle um, with your LinkedIn presence. And then, of course, the, the course Profile to Profit, we do a deep dive into yeah. everything. But you mentioned it earlier, Fanny, you were doing your top 10 list, which, by the way, I wrote down because I thought it was <laughs> even though I know them, it's like, I just want to make sure I'm doing the right things. Um commenting, right? So that's, yes. you know, spoiler alert, if you're on my masterclass later today, commenting is one of those strategies. Um, you know, you heard Fanny say it. Um, and I endorse Fanny's uh, recommendation of comments. It's incredibly powerful. Right? Yeah. And even to uh, what I've learned is people think you create content, and people will just come to you. Well, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's like the tree that like fell in the forest. And if yeah. there's nobody in the forest to hear it fall, it didn't know it fell. Right? Yeah. Like if, yeah. if we don't go out there and engage on other people's posts and comment, they're, they're not going to come to you. It's a, mm -hmm. it's an mm -hmm. exchange, right? What mm -hmm. are your thoughts and comments uh, to, that, to add to that? That is the word. Thank you for saying that word. When you comment on uh, someone's post, or then you even reply to the comments on your own post, you've now created that two-way engagement. 
um, versus just posting and ghosting and there's no engagement. And so people are wondering, where did you go? Um, <laughs> you know, you had this great piece of content and now what do I do with it? So yeah, no commenting um, again on other people's content, very powerful, but even getting into your own content and commenting um, helps help. Now your audience knows that you're listening. Um, and of course, everyone oh, wants to be heard. Say so. that again. Say that again. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's see if I can do that. So when you comment, your audience knows that you are listening and everybody wants to be heard. There you go, folks. There you go, D. <laughs> I love it. Oh, we have a question from CJ. Um, what do you think about companies that want you to use your LinkedIn banner to promote their company? <laughs> uh, she's not a fan. <laughs> Yeah, I, and that's a I, sticky one. Yeah, yeah. With, what do with you good think? Reason. Um, well, people buy from people first. Um, and so for those companies that have those um, mandates in place, um, it, it's, it's an education piece and a dialogue about, well, how can we position ourselves better? How can we position ourselves as a company that people can trust? And it starts with their team members. Um, so if you feel comfortable having that conversation with the marketing team, you might be able to find a banner that kind of fits both. Um, now we're really deep diving, but some a, a strategy that can be quite powerful, and so Cindy, this is for you, is if there is a CSR initiative that your company is doing that you are also very, very passionate about, that is a great pillar for consideration for your own personal brand. Um, so whatever that CSR principle might be, maybe your company is, is big on uh, recycling or um, uh, diversity and inclusion. And if that's a passion of yours as well, then work with your marketing team to create a banner that showcases that. And maybe not necessarily um, what it is that your your product or service is, and I don't know what Cindy's product or service is. So I'm I'm hoping that that's a good and uh, good enough example. Share with us, but, Cindy. Put it in the comments. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make sure I'm giving her the right advice. Um, um, yeah. And even for me, like, you know, I, I support, um, a few corporate clients and, uh, you, for those of you that see it on my banner, um, yeah, I, I kind of follow that. Um, but I've also seen people put both. So they split their mm -hmm. banner in half or in a diagonal and they'll put their personal brand or side hustle there. And then the other half is then their corporate company kind of messages, right? Have you seen that? Yeah. yeah, well, it's ironic, you should bring it up because I did a post um, actually just two weeks ago about people who wear two different hats. Mm. Um, so you're growing your brand, and you've also got to represent your organization. Um, and there are ways that you can do it. And you raised a great example is the banner. Now, the thing with the banner, so this is just about the banner alone, we're going to leave the other profile elements aside for a second. When you look at your banner, the last thing you want to do with that is create confusion. So when you post about your company, and you post about your brand, if there's no alignment between those two sides or those diagonals, you're going to create confusion. And now your audience may be left wondering, am I in the right place here? Is this really my person? Because now they're talking about a whole bunch of different things. Um, but there is there are some ways that you can tie those two together. And I have an industry friend, I wasn't even going to mention his profile today, but I will because I feel he's done it really, really well. Um, his name is Ryan Young, um, which I get is hard to find on LinkedIn because there's so many Ryan Youngs. Um, Ryan is the um, director of sales at the Ottawa Marriott. Hopefully that helps you find him. But Ryan is a podcast host and um, a director of sales at Ottawa Marriott. But what he did with his banner, which I thought was so fascinating, is he did have both of those things, but he created copy that clearly defined the two, but yet tied them together. And, and when you see his banner, hopefully you'll see what I mean. Um, but it can be done. You just, again, need to put on your creative hat 
and take a step outside of yourself and look at your potential banner and go, okay, am I creating confusion with this piece of real estate or is it still clear who it is I am and who it is that I serve? I found his profile. Okay. Let's talk about him. Yeah, I don't know if you can bring <laughs> Nothing that. like a visual example. Give me one yeah. second here. I did Ryan Young Marriott. That's him. Is yeah, that him? right at the top there. Yeah. Oh, so see talk how us through it. The words ready to um, super, it works. It, and that's the thing is oh, there are banners brilliant. that do not work, but for whatever reason, Ryan's really works because he made a clear distinction between the two, but yet they're both on his banner. Yes. There's How like do a you feel about yes, it, yes. I like that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so smart. Yeah, ready yeah. to create experience here. So you know that's the Marriott side. Yeah. Ready to collaborate on and then podcasts. Yeah. And then what's the headline here? Let's see. Uh sales leader with the Ottawa Marriott conversation yeah. starter on the Illuminate Project Podcasts. Yeah. Creative thinker in the meeting and an event space. So then that, that, so that kind of ties it together. Ryan, yes. <laughs> Creative thinker <laughs> in the meeting and events. Yeah. So then you you can tell like he he's going to be talking about creative thinking and then mm -hmm. he tied it back to meeting and event space. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. very smart. Yeah. I like that yeah, a lot. He's, yeah. He's done a really good job. So awesome. Um, awesome. Yeah. There you, you go. Shout out today, to Ryan. So, yes, hi, Ryan. <laughs> Hope you're okay Gee, with you that. can tag you can tag Ryan Young and he'll be like, "What what happened? Yeah. What happened there?" Oh, yeah, CJ, exactly. real quick, let's help her out. Really, she works at the American College of Emergency Physicians, which is a nonprofit organization mm -hmm. for ER physicians, and she doesn't have the mandate to post, but I've heard it happen. Yeah. Mm, okay. Oh, yes, this is Cindy, the one with the banner. Yes. Um, uh, well, yeah, I, I, I'll be honest, Cindy, I yeah. don't, I don't know you from anybody, but I have a feeling some of the work that your organization does is something that you're probably passionate about mm -hmm. as well. Or healthcare, right? Exactly. It might be healthcare and, and it spans and, across both. Yep. Yeah. So finding those keywords might be good for your banner copy. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that helps, but. Um, oh, we're really deeping, diving deep into this. Okay. Last question okay. on this subject. Dolores asks, how about two separate profiles, one for business and one for personal? Uh -huh. um, so Dolores, I'm not sure what industry you're in, but I, you know what, it, unfortunately the answer is no. Um, and here's why LinkedIn has now become that clash of business and personal. Mm -hmm. um, so LinkedIn started off as that um, stuffy professional. Here's my resume. I'm looking for a job. Here's, you know, I'm looking for people looking for jobs platform. It has moved over to that personalized mm -hmm. approach. It's moved from resume style to uh, talking in first person through our yes. profiles and through our content. So there is no such thing as business and personal anymore. However, Dolores, if you are an entrepreneur, yes, you should have a LinkedIn page for your entrepreneurial business, be it whatever it is you're doing, coaching. Um, I don't know, Dolores. I'm hopefully that she's going to drop a note and let us yeah, know. Yeah, let us but know, Doris. Yeah. So, so Dolores, if you have the opportunity to create your own business page, because you are a business, absolutely, you should be doing that. Um, but if you work for a corporation that already has a page, this is your opportunity to let your personal brand shine through your one and only LinkedIn profile. Absolutely. Yeah. And I find that even just to kind of add to that, like, you're right. Like LinkedIn is getting more personal, but I think it's because we we're craving more of a connection now. Yeah. Right. It's authenticity. We work from home. Our kids or dogs <laughs> might be running across the screen, right? Like I'm wearing like, slippers. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, by the way, I'm wearing slippers. <laughs> okay. Okay. If we're going to share. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, got to be comfortable. Just yes. bottom down, bottom down. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, and I kind of think of it as like, 
you can be professional and have professional kind of posts or business kind of posts or educational kind of posts, like, you know, 50 to 75% of the time, but people are still going to want to know, like, who is Leanne? Who mm -hmm. is Fanny? Who is G? Mm -hmm. Who's Jason? Mm -hmm. Who's Dolores? Mm -hmm. And you can spend that 15% of the time or 10% of the time or 25% of the time sharing a personal note mm -hmm. or uh, a lesson you learned or a challenge you faced and how you overcame it, right? Exactly. Exactly. Well, and people want to know you before they can trust you, before they can buy from you. So if your purpose for being on LinkedIn is to drive those leads to your organization, yeah. it's going to come through you first and foremost and your organization second. So um, sure. this is a story from way, way, way back when, but I was around way back when, and so were you, Fanny, is yeah. you know, in the 80s when the big, big brands started to use spokespeople for their products. Mm -hmm. You know, Cindy mm -hmm. Crawford had Pepsi, or it's rather yeah. Pepsi had Cindy. Um, yeah. Nike had Michael Jordan. Yeah. This is it in real time. We are now the Cindy's and the Michaels. Thank you very much for yeah. our organizations. And that's what's going to drive. And we don't have to be a supermodel or a super athlete. <laughs> I'm wearing slippers, right? Like I am wearing slippers. <laughs> and still I'm a spokesperson. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Jason has a great point there, right? Like, um, there you go. The mm -hmm. personal stories seem to resonate with people and sometimes relatable. Right? Yeah. And to Leanne's point, we buy from people we know, like, and trust, like right? There's so much options out there. We might as well buy from somebody we like, right? <laughs> And give them our money, right? Because yeah. we trust them. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, now Jason's let's jump. A supermodel. I love that comment. <laughs> I know you are, Jason. I don't even know you. Strut it, Jason. You, you go. Yeah. You go. Now let's switch to tools, Leanne. Ooh. Now you have, after all, this show is creator tips, tools, and tales. What is your favorite content creation tool? Well, Fanny, you may have alluded to it earlier, um, but all of my stuff on LinkedIn is created in Canva, all of it. Um, well, I guess except not the video, but even Canva, you can create video now. So Canva is such an incredible tool for, for design. Um, you know, you created the show notes. Um, my favorite thing to do in Canva is to create memes. <laughs> I'm terrible at it, but I'm having so much fun. Um, so yeah, it's such a hoot. Canva is so easy to use. Um, there's obviously, as you know, Fanny, there's the free version, which you can do quite a bit with the free version. Um, but if you do elevate to a paid version, it does pay for itself. Um, and I, and I think I would, I'd be shocked if I found a Canva user that didn't think they got their money's worth. So if yeah. you're serious about creating your personal brand, I think a paid version of Canva will serve you well. Should we show people real quick? Is it quick to show them how to do a meme? I'll pull up Canva. <laughs> We're all about demonstrating here. I love it so Okay, much. I'm going to pull up Canva. Walk yeah. us through it. All right. Okay, guys, um, this is how to create a meme yeah. for your LinkedIn content. We should add that to the content type. Yes. Ooh, <laughs> um, yes. That'd be great. A meme so, in Canva. Yeah. Where do we so, go? Yeah, I think, well, if you, I think if you just even type meme in the search bar, it'll give you some templates, Fanny. Because I think that's where I got some templates. Okay. There we go. So just pull up one of those. Any of them. <laughs> the, and then they're all. The famous cat, yeah. cat memes. Cat memes. Um, there's some where you can. Oh, there. There's the play. Yep. And How you do can we drag make it play? Video, right? So if um, if you find your favorite GIF, that's where I'm finding the most fun is I'll pull some of my favorite GIFs from like Giphy.com, mm. upload them into Canva, and then I drag the GIF in and boom, it's, it's an instant meme. So yeah. yeah. And so you can get silly, right? Obviously with cats. But if you want something more professional, right, there's some professional kind of memes on Canva. So 
lots of options. Yeah. Oh, and it's drag and drop. Yeah. So it's, and you've done this, Fanny. You just, yeah, just pick a template and start dragging and dropping. There you go. Yeah. Okay, folks, you learn the new tip and tool here. Dolores is going to make memes. I just know it. <laughs> now we're seeing an emerging content type, right? Mm. Um, the one that I struggled to spit out of my mouth earlier. <laughs> that was hilarious, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing like a live to like, you know, make you think on your feet and then blank yeah. out. Um, mm. What is this emerging content type? So it's called social audio. Um, and yes, it's what Clubhouse kind of re-energized. Um, there was social audio before Clubhouse, but Clubhouse really did create a platform that was very user-friendly. And, and so social audio has hit the stage. Um, if you're familiar with Twitter spaces or green room or now LinkedIn audio, you know what social audio it is. Um, it's, 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 rooms that you can jump into and um, there's conversations going on in the rooms by audio only. So it's like a Zoom call, but there's no video. Um, so yeah, so I guess that's the best analogy. You're listening in on a Zoom call with no video and people are talking to one another um, about the topic. So this, yeah. this Fanny could have been a social audio room. Um, the yes, difference yes. between the, what LinkedIn Live is here and what social audio is, is you can then pull people onto the stage to contribute to the conversation and yeah. then kick them off the stage when they're done contributing. So right. it's a great way to practice your thought leadership if you are just getting started with public speaking or even mm -hmm. doing video. Um, social audio room is a great place to just practice for two minutes. And then that's all yeah. you're going to do today. Um, but it's two minutes more. You don't than have you to get ready. Don't have <laughs> to wash your hair. <laughs> you slippers, you can do whatever. Um, but what social audio is doing, similar to video is when you have conversations with people in these rooms, now you know these people and you that know, like, and trust factor again, starts that whole, you know, the spinning wheel. Um, and a lot of the friends I've made over the past year, in absence of seeing them in person, has been through social audio. Um, and of course, Clubhouse was the biggest driver of that. And LinkedIn, for people who use LinkedIn, um, I, I feel that it's going to completely change the relationship game. Absolutely. Yeah, because on Clubhouse, you still had to build a network from scratch, right? Whereas you already have a network on LinkedIn. And you're just enhancing it and growing it further with audio. Exactly. And with LinkedIn, you, you already know your exact, well, to your point, your network is already there and you're joining rooms where you already might know a few people and you're joining rooms about topics that you already might enjoy. In Clubhouse, it might be difficult for you to find that room and to find that community. Um, I would manage luck. Luckily, I found a community on Clubhouse, but not everyone can. Um, but there are so many different kinds of communities on Clubhouse. And that's the thing. Clubhouse is for everybody. LinkedIn is for LinkedIn users and professionally yeah. driven conversations and thought leadership conversations. Whereas Clubhouse, the conversations range I've oh, seen God. musicians like so everything. Um, to, you know, they talk yeah. about nothing. There's Kardashian channels, like, <laughs> like those aren't the rooms I hang out in, right? They have right. literally yeah. whatever floats your boat, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, whereas LinkedIn, I, I'm hopeful we won't see a lot of Kardashian rooms, and the rooms will be more <laughs> on thought leadership, whatever that thought leadership there you go. Like. Yeah. Yes. And uh, let us know in the comments if you are going to get on social audio. I'd be curious to hear that. And who, if there's anyone in the audience that has LinkedIn audio rights right now, uh, let us know if you have LinkedIn audio, whether you've attended or you facilitated a session. I'm curious to know your experience. Share with us in the comments. And uh, I mean, 
time flies, Leanne. I know. I know. Well, it always does with you, Fanny, because you are such a great host. And of course, I could learn from you all day long. Like you really do need to do a Fanny mutual. Fanny is what you Oh, gosh. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear that. Yes, they do. (laughs) Your fans demand it. Oh, (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. But uh, we were going to round out about the evolution of LinkedIn content in 2022. But we kind of touched on that about how Mm -hmm. LinkedIn is really moving from purely professional to some personal. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and I think it's a good thing. What do you think? Yay or nay to having some personal content on LinkedIn? I'm a big yay. I'm a big yay. Yeah. Yeah, it's we're, we're so much more than who we are at work. Yes. Right. And it, and it is making work more fun, for right? Sure. For some people, it's it's now you don't have to leave everything behind at home. Um, yeah. And it's and it's integrating both. So I'm a big fan. Awesome. Yeah. Well, stick around, Leanne. Give me a few minutes. I'm just going to update folks on the upcoming events and then we'll wrap up the show together. For those of you that are going to tune in in the next few weeks and months, um, in two weeks, we are going to have Alicio Wei. He is the founder of Content Ecosystem, and he is a really inspiring and powerful YouTube content creator that I met at Video Marketing World Conference. And uh, he blew me away. He sings, he creates content, he monetizes his content on YouTube. So if you want to learn about that, uh, definitely tune in February 24th. And then in two weeks after that, I'm going to be interviewing Andy Owen. He is a video creator, video editor, video educator at TechSmith. TechSmith makes Camtasia, one of my favorite editing tools. And so uh, we're going to hear firsthand from Andy Owen about that all around video. So we're going to deep dive on that. March 24th, we're going to have Chaz Wilson. He is, I took his business accelerator program along with Scott Simpson. And I learned so many things about the business side, making money side of content creation. So be sure to tune in March 24th with Chaz Wilson. And so get those dates on your calendar and uh, more to come. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just want to thank everyone in the chat, Dolores, Jason, G, everyone in the chat. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Leanne, for all your insights and profile tips. Everyone go update your LinkedIn banner and follow Leanne's advice. And tell everyone again, remind them of your masterclass, please. Sure. Well, I've got two more masterclasses coming up and you can learn about those over at leannecolderwood.com forward slash masterclass. And to learn more about my LinkedIn course that is now open for enrollment, um, go to leannecolderwood.com forward slash LinkedIn. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Leanne. Thank you, G, in the comments. And remind everyone, be sure to shine your light share your message, share your gifts, share yourself with the world, especially through video. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you in two weeks.